Not only did I feel bad on the outside, but on the inside, I was going through so much shit hormonally that I there were days I didn't even want to get up and do anything. But of course, you have to. You have to keep going. I just appreciate my body so much more for what it is now because I feel good on the inside and I don't think I maybe ever felt good on the inside before. You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, a lifestyle podcast hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Tune in for a new episode every Tuesday to hear our honest conversations about topics like wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and self-development with guests who are really smart, really inspirational, and really fucking funny. (laughs) It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. Inspired by our transition from our 20s to our 30s, we realize it's so much more than that. Our mission is to provide you with the tools, guidance, and motivation to help you navigate any transitions in your life and propel your personal growth. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. to the motherfucking podcast. <laughs> it's going to be our new intro. Yeah, we should just scrap, motherfucking scrap okay. that old shit <laughs> and just get real. <laughs> Welcome to the motherfucking podcast. Welcome, guys. Thanks so much for finding us. Um, thanks yeah, for thanks subscribing, so rating and reviewing on mm-hmm. iTunes. We're just, we're, we're radiating with joy every freaking day. Yeah, actually, I cry a lot. Yeah, it's overwhelming. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for making the show what it is and helping us to grow every damn day. Mm-hmm. Um, or just being there for everyone else that listens, like in the yeah. Facebook group and in mm-hmm. the DMs and replying to everyone and everyone's just so supportive of one another. It's really amazing. Gives you hope. All right, guys. So today it's pretty special. This episode's a gas. It's a gas because it's, it's a, a girl's freaking, night gas. The girl's night gas. We're just... <laughs> Chilling out, maxing, relaxing with my gals. Shooting the shit with Danielle Pacenti. Yep. Um, Danielle's back on the podcast. We've been uh, dying to have her back on. Mm-hmm. Our number one fitness babe in LA. Bod goals. Uh, complete bod goals. Mm-hmm. And she has just been so- and Coolness goals. Yeah. She's been so busy building her business and getting shit done. She works so hard. Meanwhile, in the last year since we've talked to her on the podcast, um, she's been dealing with some health issues mm-hmm. that she's overcome having to do with her hormones, her digestion. So she talks a lot about that, which is so informative because I know she's not the only one um, dealing with this. So it's been, you know, it's going to be really- comforting for people and also eye-opening because she's uh, really cured herself. And yeah, we just shoot the shit. It's fun. It's we just so had fun. fun. This is funny. We're like giggling. Yeah, we're giggling. This is a funny one. It's a funny, real one. It's raw. And we know you guys will feel like you were here when we recorded it. So we're pumped for you to listen. All right, guys, enjoy this episode. Join our secret Facebook group if you haven't already and let us know what you think. Danielle is in there and and ready and willing to answer questions as well. And check out the show notes on almost30podcast.com. You can um, access her website, which has her guides and all of the things that we talk about in this episode. Okay. Guys. Are we ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got She's We're back in the house. <laughs> Danielle Pacenti is back. Yes. This is all I want to do is just podcast with my friends. All my friends are dead. All my friends are dead.
Oh my Thanks God. for coming back, girl. We had like <laughs> requests upon requests. Mm-hmm. We were like, all right, stop asking us. Yeah. We'll have her on. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> Thanks for having me. Memo received. No, I don't. I honestly <laughs> just think sorry. you guys are like way too cool for me. That's so true. So that's, mm-hmm. right. that's so true. You're right. You're right. I was just right, expecting right. like never yeah, to get so a phone true, call so again. Like yeah. so true. So true. Um. So you guys know Danielle Pacenti as LA's top trainer. LA's top. She spoke trainer. at our Love Your Body event uh, and brought down the house. Brought down the house. Talk about that. That was insane. Oh. And is just like a badass mm-hmm. business woman creator of the Kick Ass Training Guide. Constantly in awe of. Yeah, which is the best, easiest, not easiest, but the best. Easiest to incorporate. <laughs> easiest to incorporate way to get fit. Yeah. She has hard as fuck. Best body in, <laughs> in the USA. And she's one of our good friends. Thank you. Wow. That because was Because you have the, the best intro. body. That's why you're our friend. Mm-hmm. I'll come we here have, every like, body night checks. to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Body checks for our friends. <laughs> I just, I just orchestrate. I don't participate in body checks. <laughs> You're like, bring me the... <laughs> yes. I, I like to look at the bodies, but I am not the body. <laughs> oh, we're going rogue today. Uh-huh. So welcome back. Thanks. What's new? So what's sis? in your smoothie that Thanks you brought over? So Danielle me. came in and she brought over a smoothie. What's in your smoothie? Yeah, I've been actually not feeling good all day, like stomach wise. Mm. I was just having one of those bad digestion days. So I've yeah. been doing liquids today. Does that help? Normally, yeah. yeah. It's like the only thing that'll go down with ease. Mm. Um, so there's good stuff in here though. Collagen, oh. turmeric. Primal. Primal. Does the turmeric throw off the taste? I don't yeah. like the taste of turmeric. It's so dumbed down and everything else. Oh, like yeah. it doesn't, it's you not overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I do golden milk or oh, a tablespoon yeah. of golden milk okay. powder. Mm-hmm. That. Spinach, coconut flakes, bee pollen, Blender bombs. I've been into blender bombs. What's a blender bomb? Yeah, I saw that on your story. Yeah, I've tagged her. So her name's Helen, um, Helen Hall, I think. And her Instagram is at Hush Up and Hustle. And she makes Mm. these blender bombs, which are actually meant to toss in your smoothie. And it's like a bunch of superfoods in a blender ball. But really, I just eat them raw. That's how good they are. It's like, it's kind of like, you know, Lee from America. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like kind of like her fat balls. Yeah, Mm. it's similar. So what I do yeah, is I, I like make those. the smoothie and I crumble the mm. ball on top and it's like, and I eat it with a spoon, like you mm. see. I eat mine with a spoon too. It makes it last longer. Mm-hmm. It feels better. And it mm-hmm. feels like- It feels like a meal. A yeah. smoothie bowl. Yeah, yeah. It feels more like a meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you know psyllium husk? Yeah. I put that in my smoothie so it makes it like thicker. Yeah. So it tastes more Is it like- powder form? Uh-huh. And so do you just like, do you empty the capsules? No, they have capsule ones, but I just have the powder where it's in a jar. Oh, okay. So I'll do like two tablespoons and it makes it so so like gelatinous kind thick, of, yeah. but it's like so thick. I love it. Sometimes I feel like the coll- the vanilla collagen mm-hmm. powder from Primal Kitchen makes, makes mine super thick. Yeah. Me too. So I like that. Me too. With yeah. A, with an avocado too. Mm-hmm. We know oh, all Kelly's, these tricks. Kelly's fat boar. I know. I wish I could get into avocados. I don't add them to smoothies. I'm oh, you can't even taste it. I'm not an avocado person. Can't even taste it. It makes it thicker. Yeah, people. I know. I'd rather like take a fat spoonful of peanut yeah. butter. Yeah, I'm just like a peanut Same. butter person. Wait, have you put the everything, um, Tra- Trader Joe's? Trader Joe's everything bagel on an avocado. Oh, you just don't want to. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you know what's really good? <laughs> I didn't even say anything. You know- <laughs> 
<laughs> you could put on um, Kite Hill cream cheese. Oh, yeah. With the everything bagel. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Let me keep going. Our fat, our fat then, girls are about to come out. Oh, yeah. Kite, and, then no, I, kite and then you put it on an so egg waffle. In- <laughs> <laughs> I honestly put it on Put cracker. some marinara on there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my, that's my girl. She comes out at 2 a.m. after a few beers. Uh, oh, my gosh. I'm going to cry. That was your girl today. Oh, man. Me and Lindsay had a nice showing at lunch today. <laughs> Wait, you did have a lunch date today, yeah. uh-huh. didn't you? Mm-hmm. How was that? We, we was distracted a, our lunch was date so we could eat more. Yeah, we had a meeting and... Poor thing. We just love food. We yeah. love it. Where did you go? It's just so funny when you meet people who like don't really care about... Yep. Eating in the moment. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll get to it. Whatever. Literally all <laughs> you Chris guys and I are like, thinking about. Literally. literally, it's all we're thinking about. <laughs> I was like eating with my hands. I was like, <laughs> where'd you guys go? Erwan. Where did, where still did we? haven't been. Oh, still have not been up. to Erwan. But they're about to open up. So just wait. I've been waiting for, for that. A few months. Damn, yeah. you haven't been to Erwan. Start a savings account. No, people account. have that response every time. They're like, I cannot believe you haven't gone. My just, nickname is Priestess Erwan. Yeah. You've told me how much I you love it. Decided Same that for you, so you guys can call me that. <laughs> there okay. she is, Priestess Erwan. P E, Priestess Erwan. Right? It's spelled with an E, right? Not yeah, okay. E R E. I think okay. it's Erwan, but I'm not going to say. I think it's Erwan too. You know what I say? We say Erwan. Like E A R W. You been Erwan? Been Erwan? Today, my guy checking me checking me out at Erwan. Was our Erwan. I was like, what are you doing for the holidays? He's like, oh, nothing. And I was like, oh, you going to like Friendsgiving? Like, he's like, oh, no. And he want, he was about to say, I don't have any friends, but he stopped himself. He's like, no, I'm just going to, I don't really like holidays. He's like, I don't really have, I don't, I don't like holidays. I was like, oh, like no holidays? He's like, I like Halloween. I'm like, oh, why do you like Halloween? He's like, I like spooky things. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. So I cute. love these humans. Too. Can we Me like too. go back there and like bring them things? I was like, I love dinner. spooky things too. Literally. He's so cute. Them. We were talking to that dude in line. Oh, yeah, he was awesome. We were sandwiching him. We killed him. Yeah, we killed him. Yeah. Are there like, is it like a hippie store? Totally. Okay. I feel like I've made that before. But it's like yuppie. Yeah. Rich hippie. Mm -hmm. Well, because I hear it's expensive as fuck. Oh, it's the most expensive store you'll ever be in in your life. Okay. But you'll love it. You'll want to go back. It's like my normal now. So I don't know if it's expensive. Like, Literally. I don't know. <laughs> Plus, I'm totally that type that's willing to splurge if I'm 100%. like, have found an obsession what or do something you do? that I like. If you go to the Erwan salad bar, mm-hmm. it's you can never visit any other salad bar. Not even Whole Foods because that's nope. my jam. Nope. Whole Foods on 23rd. Nope. Nope. The 23rd one's nice. That's a the good Whole one. Whole Foods in Venice is a little. The one on Rose? Yes. I feel like that's huge too. It's questionable though. But after you. There's a lot of riffraff. After the Fifth Street and Wilshire. Whole oh Foods, like anything else, is better. Literally. That was the was that a worst. Joke? Yeah, it was a joke. They That's shut true. down. They did? Yeah, and like they didn't tell anyone. They literally shut doors like overnight. <laughs> was I was kind of pissed because that was my go-to for just like quick. Yeah. Oh, right by that like, gas station, right? Yeah. 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 Anyway, do you all know what we're talking about? Yeah, Fifth you don't live in LA. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're literally lost. <laughs> okay, so can you update us on what's been going on since we yeah, last spoke to you on the podcast? Yeah, what's up? How was your event? Yeah, well, which time, like the I know. La- yeah. last time, yeah. right? So, oh, so much has happened know, since so then. Wow. It's been almost a year. Almost a year. Because I think we did January, or right after launch of my first guide. Yeah, it was after so your January, launch. February. 
Yeah, a lot. I mean, a lot has happened. I've launched three guides, merchandise, had an event, or had my first boot camp event, and done like three online challenge groups. So it's been busy. How are the challenge groups? They're good. They're really good. I did like back-to-back six-week challenge groups, mm-hmm. um, kind of like close, mm-hmm. close-knit Facebook groups, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I did them consecutively, which I kind of regret because you kind of lose steam towards the end, especially when you're like six-week challenge, six-week challenge, totally. six-week challenge. Um, and so I was going to do one in the fall, but then I was like, you know what? I just need to recoup, mm-hmm. recoup my creative juices mm-hmm. and just like... yeah. Um, focus on the events and stuff. But yeah, it's been amazing, busy. I'm finally now almost a year later. Uh, So I launched my first guide on Cyber Monday of last Mm -hmm. year. So almost a year ago. Um, And I finally feel like I'm getting to a point where I'm like, okay, this is my business. Like it's not so stressful or so overwhelming at once. Cause the first seven to eight months I was, I felt like super overworked. Mm -hmm. Um, which is normal in business, but I just was like getting the ropes and figuring out how to do the online business. Mm -hmm. And now I just feel like, not that I'm cruising by any means, but I have more of a routine of like how to go about things. And it's not so stressful because I know what I'm doing. Yeah, what have you learned? Like kind of honing that online business, making it really efficient. I think, oh my gosh, so much. I don't even know where to start. Like, Things that used to overwhelm me, for instance, and you guys could relate to this, but like an email list, making an email list, and then writing to your subscribers, you know, once, twice a week, just to like be consistent with it. So figuring out just how to do that, which is funny now, I laugh now because it's really not that hard. Like you get into a rhythm of writing emails and Mm -hmm. blogs and things, Mm -hmm. but that totally stressed me out at the time. And now it's just easier And then also just the back end of the website, like the WooCommerce aspect of purchasing products on a website. Do you have WordPress? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it gave us so much hell the first seven months. Like we would literally get purchases that wouldn't enter the back end of our system. So what we had to do was we would literally have to go on MailChimp, find if they had entered their email and then resend the product. But we manually had to do all that ourselves. So like when we would run a sale day, it was, we were on email all day long, like double checking to make sure. And I mean, probably one out of every five guides did not send. And so just dealing with that in-house, like just Matt and I was kind of stressful, but now we've got it figured out. Um, we got the website figured out a little better, but there's always kinks with WordPress. I don't know if you deal with that. Mm-hmm. We have Squarespace. Yeah, I've heard you good things sponsor. about Squarespace. So. Squarespace for life. Yeah, I want. See, I want to switch, but it's the hard. thought of mm-hmm. taking all Ooh, that your site yeah. is beautiful. Like, yeah, it is over really beautiful. to another site is yeah. a little scary. But I know I'm gonna have to make an update, a major update at some point. I'm. It's just not on my priority mm-hmm. list because it scares the shit out of me. But that's kind of how was the boot camp event? What I've been up to, boot camp event was great. Um, pictures looked amazing. Yeah, what's it like connecting yeah. with like your? I mean, they are your fans. In a Stop. Way, you know, <laughs> but they are like they follow you. They really depend on you, like for weekly workouts or whatever mm-hmm. it is. You know. Yeah, it was like it was a small, smaller group in Arizona. I I had told this too to a lot of people in Arizona, but I feel like in LA, people don't even blink an eye to go to a wellness event. Like that's a weekend hobby. There's a wellness event 
Every day of every, my life. Mm-hmm. Every day. Every morning, every <laughs> afternoon, and every night. Yeah. Literally. You could potentially yeah, go to that so I'm many. like, oh, there's a billion. I know. Mm-hmm. And in Arizona, I feel like the workout is one thing. People were down to work out. But the wellness portion, like learning about nutrition and all that, I feel like a lot of people ducked out for because they either had prior commitments that day. I mean, it was like kind of late, but I think about it in LA and I'm like, oh, I would go to an event from like 1230 to 730, no problem. Like, mm-hmm. or 130, you know? And mm-hmm. so mine was just 1230 to 330. So I was learning kind of how different geographical locations may render different results. And so I think um, some will do really well with just the boot camp aspect and the meditation afterwards and like the kind of motivational talk for just a quick 20 mm-hmm. and then be on their way and get swag bags. And then others might want to stick around for that nutrition and a ton of other things that are included. So and that was my first event. Um, and it was so amazing just to have it under my belt. I think yeah. no matter how it went, I was just really pleased to have done it. Um, mm-hmm. And you guys can relate, like you've done so many events. So mm-hmm. I think it's just nice to get the first Every one. Every time I do an event, I'm like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, we're like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, yeah. literally. It's so fun. It's just so much work. It's and a to lot of work. Have the sponsors depend on you. Also, just the little things like taking photos of the product. The product. Um, Flat lays. Yeah. It's like 50 people, 50 to 90 people in the room, depending on you. If they paid money, they're depending on you to get mm-hmm. their money's worth. Mm-hmm. Sure you have. happy. 15 sponsors that depend on you to represent their brand, to advocate for their brand, to take good content for their brand. To tag and photos, then you have to, your speakers yeah. that you need to make happy and you need to make excited and everything like that. And yeah, it's just so, it's just so much. And it's just, was it uh, just you and Matt in terms of like the team running yeah. it or did you have people in Arizona? Did your sister help you or anything? So my sister had to stay in LA and work, but it was just Matt and I leading up to the trip and then our both of our parents helped. Okay, so like my mom helped the day of, would have never been able to do it without her. And yep. then Matt's parents helped with the swag bag stuffing because oh. as you know, yep. it takes like forever to Literally. stuff a swag bag. Her mom stuffed um, our swag bags. She's like, I'll month. do it. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Your God. mom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know mom. I feel like mom's they like love that shit. Because mm-hmm. it's like, my mom st- loved stocking it. Stuffers. Moms love yeah. like project management tasks like yeah. where it's like done, completed. She's yeah. like, need good handwriting? I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> she, my mom was all over that. Oh my God, the funniest freaking thing my mom did at the event. So she was there all day and we had 16 raffle items, which is kind of a wow, lot. That's that's a and lot. they were like pretty decent raffle items, but- I would take half home. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, like, yeah, I'd be like, we have eight. I yes. did honestly want to. There was one in there I really wanted. Um <laughs> And so my mom was in charge. I was like, mom, when people check in, you have to have them write their name and put it in the raffle jar. Like, I need you to do that. That's your task. So like, here we are. It's an hour after the workout. And like, I had to draw the raffle in between the workout and wellness. So I start drawing raffle. Whose fucking name do I draw first? My mom. (laughs) Put her name. She's like, I wonder if she'll mind if I no, she I was mind. like, Julie P Mom, are you serious? Oh. Like, everyone in the room was just laughing. And she's like, Oh honey, I didn't mean that. I was like, Yeah, okay. You're like, yeah, you didn't mean it. Oh my gosh, it was so that's funny. So, Fuck, so, that's so something amazing. my mom would do. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, well, it looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And more to come. More to come, I yeah. think. I think I want to do LA next. Please. Um, LA, yeah. Chicago, New York, and Austin have been like my main hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but again, 
it's a little bit intimidating to think yeah. about like traveling for events. Um, have you guys done one out of state yet? No, yet. We, we're going to do New York, Chicago, LA, or New York, Chicago, San Fran next year. But my thing is, is I'm wondering like how we're going to write it off, you know, and like do it yeah. for work. Like we're going to record in those places too. So like I want to figure sure. out from like a tax perspective. You like, should write it, all of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that. All of it. Like what the do you entire do? Save trip, every receipt. Yeah, and then every you just, receipt yeah. in a in an envelope, and, and then I calculate mean that, it. That you get refunded for the taxes that were taken on that, or what does that it mean? It just means it takes from your t- your salary. Yeah. So whatever your recorded salary was, you take away all of your write offs. It could be twenty thousand dollars, thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, like whatever your write offs are, and then it subtracts from your total, which means you owe less to the government, right? Uh, okay, yeah. okay. Or mm-hmm. you get money back. Yeah. Okay. I do. I write off. Fuck. I write off. I write off you do? so yeah. many things. Even if Matt and I go oh on a vacation, God. I write it off and say I took fitness videos there. You did? Yeah, yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. Damn. Do it. do it. What do you do with your receipts? Just save them? Mm-hmm. Or you like have record of them like on your online statement? I like paper trail. I literally save all my receipts. You do? In a folder, yep. All of them like I'm gonna perfectly keep, yeah. categorized. I need like a nice little like folder thing or something. Get an accordion one because then I just like label each accordion okay. and I'm like beauty, trips, you know, and like yeah. categorize it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we need to do that. Yeah, and we want to do events next year, but I don't really know what we're going to do. Yeah, we have a few in the beginning of the year, but. Yeah, but here in LA, but we want to do like... I do think it would be so fun to go on tour. Like, I don't know if I'd want to do it myself. Yeah. But I do think it would be so fun to have like a killer group where it's like workout, wellness, Mm -hmm. bump, bump, and like go on this fucking tour and just rock it. Like, I don't know. That sounds so fun to me. I would actually probably enjoy the shit out of that. Run the world tour. Yeah. Or who runs this? How about purpose tour? (laughs) Oh yeah, I we like should those. Purpose. Yeah. yeah, I like purpose. No one's done mm-hmm. that. I like purpose. What what is he doing? Yeah, I don't know. Being like slick, super. See, like, I do not, not think Justin Bieber is hot at all. Oh really? Like not even zero percent. There's, even, a, there's zero. a little part of me that yeah, thinks he's swaggy. I think when zero. he dances, I'm like he's not I, a good dancer. Chris Brown is the number one dancer. Oh well, yeah. Chris Brown. I mean, you're but I like dancer. also hate Chris Brown, so that's hard. I just watched a documentary on him. It was kind of interesting. Made you it like was him interesting. More? I watched it. I just can't look at him the same after Rihanna. You know? He's still a little pricky. Like, I think he's still young and immature, but like, yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, Chris yeah. Brown, Danielle Pacenti. Yeah. <laughs> How'd we get there? Oh, also, Demi Lovato documentary mm. on YouTube's really good. You know what? I've I heard really good things about It was that. not as good as Gaga, but it was pretty good. I also haven't watched Gaga. I need so to good. Oh so good. watch Gaga. Me and okay. Justin I took Edibles and watch Gaga. And no, really, oh, really that it was good. Real, he was like, Whoa. I asked Matt to watch it and he was like, no, nah, yep, I girl, couldn't get him I'm to good. watch it. But then he got high and started, he got really into well, it. Well, Matt doesn't smoke, so that's not going to work We for don't me. smoke. We took gummies. Or get him, get him, get yeah. him a sleeve of Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Get him a little dessert. By the way, he won't stop buying the ones you bought him because he thinks those are better than or the healthier. original. No, he what thinks kind? they oh. taste better. Gluten-free? Like, they're like Whole Foods brand or something. They're oh. like 365. Yes. Yeah. And he won't stop. He's like, ever since Lindsay got me those, I can't buy the regular brand. I was like, really? You would oh, think the regular man. brand tastes better because it's got more yeah, shit in yeah. it. Branding, yeah. man. That's so funny. Now I'm like justifying eating Oreos. Wait, what are you eating these days? What is like... Yeah. 
Can you talk to us about what's your diet like? Chloe made me all those, by the way. I know. Sorry. What is my diet like? Okay, so obviously this year was big because I was going through a lot of digestion yeah, talk, stuff. Can you talk to us about that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it kind of hit to a head in April where I was just like, I'm so over this. Like, I'm super unhappy. I cannot, like, I did not have the energy to even deal with it anymore. What does digestive issues mean? For me, it was like a day, it started out as being a weekly thing, you know, after I'd have a heavy meal or something, like something I could justify it with by being like, wow, my stomach hurts. And then it got to be every day. So I've had digestive issues for probably like four years, but the last one was really, really bad, like almost every single day. And so what happens is essentially like my stomach does not digest anything, including water. So the moment I take a sip of water in the morning, it starts slushing around like I've had two gallons of water. Like you can hear, I actually have recordings on my phone, so I'll show you after, or I'll let you listen after the podcast. You can hear. You. We'll close the episode. With yeah. the <laughs> Literally, I'll just hold it right <laughs> up to the mic. Um, it's that loud that you could actually pick it up from a mic though. That's how loud it is. And it's not happening right now. There wasn't do it. Um, but it is, it's just gurgle, 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 gurgle. And it feels like I have all this food and water in my system, but this happens as early as first when I wake up, when I have nothing in my stomach and then it will continue on through the day. And so the doctor's all of the doctors have been miffed. I've gone through like a series of tests other than invasive ones because I really don't want to do invasive. I'm 29 years old. Like I don't think I should be getting colonoscopies, but that's just my thought. I'd rather do like stool samples and breath tests and like things that are more natural that doesn't have to go up my asshole, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Anytime I think just, of something on my asshole, I'm in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I request them every time I go to the doctor. <laughs> He's like, uh, have you ever actually gotten a colonoscopy? He's like, I'm an eye doctor, man. You're like, you're taking my temperature, put it in my butt. <laughs> you're like, hey, just stick whatever up there. No, I've never gotten that. Yeah. Bummer. Not, probably not fun. Not yeah, by a registered it. doctor, that is. Oh my <laughs> just God. Kidding. Just kidding. I'm on you're one. You're on one. I'm one. Um, so does it hurt? Do the is it cramping? Does it feel? Oh yeah, is it, it painful. It is not painful. It is just uncomfortable because you can imagine like what we do for a living. Mm-hmm. I mean, if walking around my apartment is like gurgle, 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 and then I don't want to eat because I feel Comfort, full yeah. from water, <laughs> then it just fucks you all up, yeah. and so. And extreme bloating. And the crazy part is like, I would have so much gas in my system that it it was like nothing helped and nothing was explainable because I didn't even eat. So I would sit there and be like, it was that food, it was that food. But then I got to a point where I wasn't even eating food and it would happen. And so that's when it was just really frustrating. And so what Mm -hmm. I think, so in April, I just was like, all right, something has to change, even though I had taken steps to kind of try to figure that out. I essentially went vegan in April. So I know you kind of know that, or I've told you both Mm -hmm. that. Um, And then I did it for 30 days just to kind of see. And I also did no processed sugars just to see. Because I feel like I essentially was eating processed sugars every day. Even if it was like Halo Top or Boom Chicka Pop or something like quote unquote healthy, healthy snacks or bars, like sometimes two or three bars a day, Kind Bars, Lara Bars. And it was just like, Mm -hmm. I just... 
even though in my head I was justifying this is a healthy snack, I think I just went overboard Mm -hmm. to where my body was like regurgitating it. It was just like no more. Like you Mm -hmm. have this every night, every single time you sit on the couch or like right before you go to bed. And Mm -hmm. it was just not digesting itself at all. And so what I ended up doing is kind of being more liquid-based in April just to try it out. And I knew it was going to be miserable. But I actually, on March 31st, Matt and I were out shooting content for about seven hours. So it was like a long day. It was hot that day. Damn. And I had just come back from an event on Saturday that I ate like total shit at because Mm -hmm. I was like with my friends and we were catching up and stuff. And it was just like, didn't feel well, but we went out and shoot shot. And then on Monday morning, like super early in the morning, I woke up and I was like, holy shit, I feel really weird. It was the weirdest feeling Mm -hmm. I've never had before. And Matt's like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know. And it was like 5 a.m. I think I'm a ghost. Yeah. (laughs) Literally my black hour now. And I sat on the toilet and Matt actually ended up coming in because I think he could sense something was wrong. And I actually like blacked out and passed out on the floor. Like, don't remember. He like woke me up, was literally like, Danielle, Danielle, like about to call someone because I my eyes just rolled in the back of my head. And that was very scary for me. And then that entire day could not move. I had to be wheelchair. Like this is not characteristic of me at all. Even if I'm sick, you get up, you can get up. I couldn't walk. I couldn't, I was so weak. It was the most bizarre thing in the world, but it was very scary for me. So I was like, all right, I got to figure something out. Like Mm-hmm. No more. And so that's when I decided April 1st, I was going to make some major changes in my diet. Um, mm-hmm. Energy levels were shitty before then too. So I was just kind of at a shitty place. And that happened too with the launch of my business. I feel like we were so busy that I couldn't focus on food. I couldn't focus on my workouts. I was just trying to get this guide up and running and it took a major toll on my body yeah. and stress levels. So. So yeah, in April, I did the 30 days, no sugar. It was awesome. I hit the 30-day mark and I was like, I don't want to go back. Like Mm -hmm. that sounds weird, but I didn't even have any intention of eating meat again, eating processed sugars at the amount to which I was eating them. I just, I had zero interest and I really never turned back. Like here we are in November and I still feel really good. For the most part, energy levels are up. I still deal with digestion stuff, but I don't think that's ever going to be a quick fix. I think I'll deal with it my whole life. Um, I think part of it's genetics. Like my whole family has IBS. Mm. I just never believed I had IBS because I eat healthy. So Mm. IBS is caused by a lot of like shitty foods. And I'm like, it's not me. I don't have it. Mm -hmm. But it could just be genetics and... I'm still, I still will go undergo tests and stuff to see if they can figure anything out. But it's so much more rare that I get a flare up. Mm. Like I don't deal with it every single day. And when I do deal with it, I feel like it's the times that I'm eating the processed sugars or the time when I had a big meal out somewhere that I didn't know what was in it. And so mm. now what food looks like to me is it's more liquid-based, more um, soups, broths, smoothies, and less like bingy habits of just eating a shit ton at one period of time. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's my life. So <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. What is? It's also hard because we're we're all like active, so we don't have a lot of time. 
Mm-hmm. So to make time to like ha- have your smoothies, like put that into your like daily routine is a practice. Like yeah. that, that would be hard for me to do that every single day because mm-hmm. it does take time and commitment and shopping for that. And yeah, you know I mean? and, and I don't have time to food prep. Like I do and I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a lazy person. Like I'll buy organic soups in a box or Same. like a can. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I'll add ingredients, but mm-hmm. I honestly just don't have time. So I'm like very broth based and smoothie based and salad. Like I make a ton okay. of salads, but just they're so fast. Like mm-hmm. everything's so, so fast. So you haven't had meat or anything? No meat. Yeah. Not yeah. once. I will say now that I'm learning more about exact factors of vegan, because like what well, the moment I put it on social media, people were like, but you have bee pollen in your smoothies. I was like, oh fuck. Do people say that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've now hard. learned to say, Plant okay, I'm like more like, like dirty vegan yes. or vegetarian, yeah. right? Because I haven't had meat at all, but I realized like I've had honey. There's dried condensed milk in perfect bars. I've had that. You know, mm. like there are things yeah. that I'm probably not doing vegan based, mm-hmm. but I did do it for the first 30 days. And then after that, I realized I was incorporating some things that were more like vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Plant-based. Yeah, the so. honey and the bee pollen. I forgot about bee pollen. I have bee pollen. Yeah, yeah because bee pollen, essentially. Yeah. It's... And then I have collagen, too. Uh-huh. Collagen. Exactly. Is... Mm-hmm. And then, like, a lot of times, some vitamins are gelatin. Uh-huh. That's not... Vegan. Yeah. There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. I realized that when I posted it on social media and I got, like, a shit ton of DMs that were like, you do know that's not vegan. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Roger that. Thank you yeah, very much. Said, do you even respond? <laughs> yeah, I actually try to respond to everyone, I even if they're assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get assholes? Oh, yeah. Sometimes. Saying what? I. It's not like terrible, but uh-huh. it's, it's just, just like, like annoying, stupid like comments. Yeah, yeah, like totally. more inquisitive or more like, well, if like, have you been doing this then? Because if you're doing that, then, and they're kind yeah. of like almost trying to prove me wrong. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, hey, I was just sharing this because mm-hmm. I'm sharing it and I feel open on my social media. So like, if you don't agree, that's totally fine. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So. I loved your post today about confidence. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. I love that. Can you talk about it? Confidence? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what inspired you to write that? I think... Well, so I've undergone like more stuff this year with my period, which I I think I first put that on social media for everyone like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But um, I haven't had a period in eight years until this last year when I got it back. So damn, that was like a long process for Were you me. Worried? Yeah, I was worried, but my gynecologist wasn't. Like my OBGYN could have cared less. And she was like, it's fine. You're athletic. You work out a lot. Like it makes sense that you don't have a period. And I'm like, okay, well, we're going on year eight of no bleeding, like no period at all. Not even irregular. It was just none. And I don't take birth control. I never have in my life. I've never taken any sort of hormone Mm. pill, nothing. I just lost it when I was training for my half marathon in college and I never got it back. So that was at 20. 20 or 21 years old. I'm 29 now. And when I got married to Matt, I decided if we want to have kids, I need to get my period back. So that was like the driving force. And so after we got married, 
October 2015 is when I decided I was going to try to get it back. And so I went to my OBGYN and she's like, okay, well, we're going to put you on a low-dose hormone. We're going to give you this pill and that pill. I was like, no, I don't think you get it. I don't want pills. I just want to fix this naturally. And she's like, okay, well, you know, it's going to take a while. Okay. I got time, girl. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't need a quick fix. I just want to feel normal again. And so I said, what is that going to look like? Like, even if I don't want to hear what you're going to say, what is that going to look like for me to try to get it back naturally? She's like, well, for one, you need to stop running, which sounded like death to me at the time because I'm a runner and I didn't want to stop running. Mm -hmm. Um, You're going to have to work out less, more yoga, more long walks and eat more food. Because I was probably like seven or 8% body fat. And this was at the time kind of like, in the prime of my modeling career. And I was very lean and had all the pressures of all that. And I was just like, what are you now? Wouldn't you um, be like seven more or like percent? 13, 14, like athletic okay. person. Yeah, yeah. At seven or I don't think I knew you when yeah. I was that, but I'm very lean. Yeah. Very, very lean, low body fat. And she's like, you have to gain body fat. It all makes sense. She's like, you have to gain body fat to get the hormones back, to get everything mm-hmm. kind of going again. And I said, well, what do I need to eat? Like, what does that look like? And she just said more fats, more avocado, more coconut oil, more this, more that. But to be honest, when I was trying to get it back, I I kind of went ham. I was like, oh, there's a cookie here. Or, oh, there's pizza there. Oh, there's mm-hmm. pasta there. Like, I can do this because I'm trying to get my period back. And so I think I did go a little overboard at times, but I was still eating pretty healthy. But what was happening is my hormones were so crazy. So it took 11 months to get it back naturally, but I got it back naturally, which is like the biggest mm-hmm. yay um, is that I got it back. But it was such a tough 11 months. Like it was a lot of emotions and a lot of like unexplainable puffiness and all this stuff. And you're not even bleeding, you're not even getting your period. So it was frustrating for me because I'm having the mood swings. I'm having like major cramping. My boobs were sore for eight months. Not one day went by that I wasn't sore. I couldn't even lay on a yoga mat face down. Mm. That's how sore they were. And she's like, you know, this is all normal. You're getting all the hormones back and think about how inactive it's been for all these years. It's like flooding itself back in now that you're gaining body fat. And I was like, listen, if I don't start seeing something soon, I'm going to freak out because it was just uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable. I probably gained like, I would say 20 to 22 pounds Damn. during that 11 months. Damn. And it was super uncomfortable, especially given the industry we're in. Mm-hmm. It just like did not feel good. A lot yeah, how did you feel in your body? Disgusting. Like, to be honest, there were days I just sat on the couch and I was so, like, depressed about the way I felt because I didn't feel good. Not only did I feel bad on the outside, but on the inside, I was going through so much shit hormonally Mm -hmm. that I there were days I didn't even want to get up and do anything. But, of course, you have to. You have to keep going. Um, And that was the year in 2015 I was supposed to launch my ebook, and I never did it because I, I couldn't. I could barely deliver to my clients, let alone write a book. And so I didn't. Like, I just, that year for me was kind of just like, get your period back. 
and deal with the craziness that you feel on the inside. And Mm -hmm. once I got it back, the crazy thing is once you get it back, it does start to regulate and you start to feel normal again, which was like, praise Jesus, thank God. But it was a tough road. Like it was a long road, if that makes sense. So needless to say, I've been regular now for about a year, which is awesome. That's amazing. Naturally. Every month? Every month. Damn. Just like I did in high school. It's like very reminiscent. I'm not going to lie, not having a period for eight years was awesome in the sense that like I never bled. I never got moody. I never had, like nothing was going Mm -hmm. on. Never got soreness, nothing. But I also realized that's incredibly unhealthy and that's not what being a woman is about. Like you should be getting your period. You should be having a menstrual cycle. And you should so, be moody. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you should be, be crazy. Psycho. Yeah. You should be. There was just like nothing be going psycho. on ever. <laughs> and no, and like no sexual drive too. Uh-huh. Zero. Mm-hmm. Zero. Really? Yeah. 100%. When I didn't have a period, it was just like, I mean, I could go forever and not even think about it at all. Mm. When my hormones started to come back, that I knew it because I was like more... I wanted it more. And that's when I knew I was like, okay, it's coming back. You're like, something's something's happening. happening. (laughs) Matt's like, this is great. Yeah. (laughs) If we could just keep it like this. Yeah, he's like, I know you're going to be crying in an hour, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so. Wow. Yeah, how was that conversation with like Matt? Like, did he understand like how... Oh yeah, he was really good during that time. I think it was really sad for him to watch because like I said, a lot of days I was just in a dark place, which is unlike me. I'm very, I'm very motivated. I'm very determined. I'm like, get up, go, positive attitude, always give people good advice. I'm like there for you. And I could not be there for anyone because I didn't, I was not Danielle. I was not myself. Hormones are crazy. They're insane. They're fucking crazy. Like, like they take over you and you're like, who And you don't I? even know. You don't even know. Don't even know that person. Like Literally. I look back and think, who was I? I don't even know. I don't even recognize that person. At least now. you knew it was your hormones changing, you know? Yes. I remember when yes. I was in high school and I got on birth control when I was really young and I was like, literally like so depressed and I was just, so sad all the time. Like I just like was, I hated everything and I was so sad. And it was because my birth control was like fucking with my hormones. Mm. But like no one told me that birth control fucked with my hormones. They just said it Not made that my skin young. clear. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They're like, your skin's going to get clear. That's you're going to get boobs. Problem. It's the thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so It's weak. like this quick fix for a couple of yes. things. And they're not even thinking about, I asked my mom, I was like, why'd you let them put me on birth control? I mean, totally. they, they only thought they knew, you know. I know, I, I know. I will, She's like, I'm so I, jealous you were never on it. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm so jealous. My mom just would have not been into that because she would like to think that we didn't have sex. Love that. Well, my mom did too. She walked in on me having sex. (laughs) My mom was like, immediately, let's go. Pretty sweet. (laughs) My mom was crying when she found out I had sex. Really? How'd she find out? I don't know. My sisters told. Yeah, I didn't tell my sisters, but they found out, you know, through the grapevine, small all-girls school. 100%. Uh My mom's like, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, because this, you would cry. Because you're my mom. (laughs) Yeah, literally. You're crying. I don't know what to say. I don't even remember when. I was 18, too. It's not like I was like 12 and she's like, oh my God. Damn, 18, Uh, you basically waited till college. 
Yeah. It was I my was boyfriend. Younger and my mom found me. <laughs> my mom <laughs> caught me having sex. And my sister, so I was uh 15 at the time. <laughs> and my sister was like 18 or 19 at the time. And my mom put me on birth control immediately. Like didn't talk to me about it, but put me on birth Just control. She's like, like, no dinner. She's like, I'm going to sterilize <laughs> you. This. Literally. She's like, we're going to another gynecologist and not mine because I'm too embarrassed of you. <laughs> oh I was like, all right, whatever. Shotgun. And then my sister, who was older... <laughs> My sister, like, still to this day, so pissed about it. She'd be like, Mom, I'm having sex. And my mom would be like, No, you're not, Brynn. We're not getting on birth control. And, like, would not put my sister on birth control. It was so funny. She's like, Yes, I am, Mom. I'm She's like, I'll sex. prove it. You know, literally. She's like, No, you're not, Brynn. We're not getting you on birth control. Oh, that's hilarious. It was hilarious. And my sister had really bad skin. So she's like, Please get me on birth control. And are you still, like, do either of you still take yeah, it? I have the IUD copper. Oh. It's not hormonal. It's the fucking shit. I don't. I don't have any side effects to my. What are you on? I'm on. It's a low. Low so estrogen. It, it's like the orthotricyclin low, but the like the cheaper brand. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. The whatever brand. Yeah. Know what it's called. I'll think of it. So my question, I guess, for people who take birth control is like, why not just have sex with a condom? Oh, for sure. I mean. I'm not on it for that. I'm, I've just been on it forever. I, I'm i nervous to go off of it. Okay. okay. This is because an of, intervention, Lindsay. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up, Daniel. Everyone's staring at me. Dylan, Stacy, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, we think you should be on birth control. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm nervous about my skin. I'm nervous about Yeah, weight. it'll be great. I mean, I don't know. It'll be great. Do you know I think what I mean? it's just yes. one of those things like you're not going to know until you try. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if it really is as bad as you're making it up to be in your head, mm-hmm. get back on, you know? No, I mean, I would, I've been thinking about, I think my sister went off of it. I lost weight. I felt so much better. Mm. felt so much more like myself. Yeah, because when I went on birth control, I gained weight and then lost it. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Yeah, no, I've heard that happen. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of the reason I didn't get on birth control is because I kept like hearing from other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that they were gaining weight. And I was like, "Uh, I don't want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're like, I'm good. Yeah. So, Um, okay. All right, guys. Got to get off. Like, what do I do? Just stop taking it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what you do, girl. (laughs) I think you'll feel amazing. (laughs) Do I have to get a. A green light from um, anyone? Yeah. Here's the thing. Since we're already here, I can just go and grab it. We'll flush them all down. Yeah. <laughs> no, because then it'll be I in everyone's water. Yeah. yeah. You're like, wait, I'm guys. Snort them all up. I'm going to take five in a row. Not that I haven't done that before. Yeah. I'm like, Remember, they missed a few days. Extra yeah. Take three at a time. Yeah. I'm wondering why I'm like bleeding. I'm like, oh, this is normal. Cool. Literally. Oh, um, my God. I need to get the copper. I think the copper IUD lasts 10 years. Ten. That's crazy. That's Didn't it hurt when you when you hurt like that? a motherfucker? I've heard that. It was the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. And no one told me anything. Uh, no. It was so bad. I would die. I didn't even know that part of my body existed. Yeah. I was like, how did that pain come from somewhere I don't know is in my body? It's way up there. So bad. <laughs> oh, I'm shivering. It was so bad. <laughs> Do you? Okay. We'll ask after because. I'm off track. We're off track. Sorry. Does Justin's penis feel it when we have sex? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was going to ask you if you feel past Just go there. 
Because I don't. Oh, yes. What's, oh, you do? What's a pap smear? No, worse. It's where they scrapey scrape up inside oh, you. Oh, they're like, you're going to feel a little cold. Uh, yeah, no, like you're going to feel a little scrape, scrape. I don't feel it. So I was like, oh, will I feel the copper IUD? Mm, yes. Oh, God. Okay. I feel that every time I freaking hate it. Do you guys use condoms? Yeah. I have a bunch For of For sure. House. I'm not trying to get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't pull. even know if I can, but. I'll just pull. Oh, hell no. Pull and pray. <laughs> no, we don't pull and pray. <laughs> so we Too do many bad Pull and pray, baby. Come to almost 30 for tips on life. Like, pull and pray. <laughs> Uh, this is Christmas where you learn about e-book, life. Pull and pray. Yeah. Is there like that, a great condom you love or something? Yeah. I have good ones. Remember those ones from, what's that brand? Oh, yeah. We have a brand that sent us tons of condoms for the sex event. Anyway. I feel like I just use like the, the yeah, normal. Anyways, we'll stop yeah. asking about <laughs> Yeah. Let's bring it back. Things just got really <laughs> weird. It's, can you test for fertur- fertility? Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. We just haven't because- I mean, it turns out we're like not ready to have kids right now. Yeah, yeah. So, did you ever think um, you were? Uh, yeah, we honestly thought we were gonna have kids right after the wedding, and then we like were what were we thinking? Question mark. Like I, mean, I don't know. It just was not happening. I mean, mm-hmm. we were around all of our friends' kids, and then Matt's um, brother had kids, and we were just like, I can't imagine life with kids right now. Yeah, and so think about. It. I don't think a lot of what you've done. Would be possible. No. Mm-hmm. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. With kids. Yeah. Yeah. With no. Kids, yeah. No, I don't think it would be. I know. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, we've had a couple of conversations where we're honestly like, maybe we are not cut out for kids. Totally. Maybe it's I don't think not, you're not cut out, but maybe you just. Or, yeah, not want. cut out, but like, maybe we just aren't those people that are going to have mm-hmm. kids. Totally. Which is weird because we were thinking, yeah, like right after the wedding, maybe we would have kids. But I don't know. We're just not in a rush. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah. I know. I'm like, but when it's hard because it's like, we're, I'm not in a rush, but my body is. Right. And and you I know? think if I get to like 34, 35, that's when I'll really start Same. to be like, hey, if we don't, then I, I at least want to freeze eggs yeah. or yeah. something. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I heard that freezing eggs is painful. I'm sure it is. We'll have Bob Yeah, we on. have Bob coming on. We have a fertility expert. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. That'll yeah. come on. But a woman at my work froze her eggs and said it was painful. I believe it. I know. All that stuff, like IVF mm-hmm. and yeah, I've heard. Well, I've had a couple of well, go through it too. Body uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And hormones and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you like have to ingest hormones and stuff to produce yeah. eggs. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I don't, my sister, I don't think wants kids, which is, I love. I like love that about her. Not that I'm saying that you don't, but I feel like it's it's becoming more of a thing with our generation. So. Do you know what I mean? Like I everyone's so really too. kind of focused we on need careers. To. There's too and many it. damn people in this world. Yeah, yeah. That's well, I, very I used true. to want to have four. Now I'm like one. Might one. Because <laughs> I want to. I like. I can really focus in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And make them exactly who I want. Them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But just. Yeah. I want and financially too. Sorry, but like thinking about that always. Financially. Because like I remember growing up and just like stupid fights or tension or whatever over money. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I totally. do. I was thinking I want one too. And like it's like I'm still in control. Like yeah. Justin and I would still be in control of the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two kids, it's like you guys are gonna. And we all know because we all have siblings. Yeah. It's so like we mono, know we that. mono. Yeah. 
There's yeah. two of us and there's two of you. Mm-hmm. But then I do think about with one, I'm like, I'd feel bad for them because I would no, like but- love them so much. I would just like ruin their lives. And they'd have no sleep. Like it'd be so much pressure. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think you'd take control of that in, in a way. <laughs> She's like literally shaking at the table right now. <laughs> like their little baby heads. <laughs> I have a question about um, physical fitness and training. Yes. Um, okay. So what if that you, what if you're looking to like just slim down and not like you're feeling a little bulky and you're mm. looking to just slim down? Would you just do cardio? Like what would your, what would your training regimen be? No, actually weights. I would, I would tell someone to do weights. I think it's like a highly misunderstood thing that cardio is what gets you lean and skinny. Mm-hmm. And if someone wants to lose weight, I think, yeah, a cardio mm-hmm aspect needs to be involved, but I think actually lifting weights that are heavy, that are challenging for you is going to burn fat Mm. and it's going to sculpt a lean toned physique. Mm -hmm. So um, I say both need to be in the mix. come from? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I feel like, I don't know, just like I've been lifting more inspired by you. Okay. I love hearing that. But yeah, I haven't, you know, seen... I, I just started. <laughs> I was just saying, like, where do you do you feel bulky? Like, yeah, well, kind of like like my arms. I always feel like, like, yeah, they they have muscle, but it's like, I feel like I want to get leaner. Do you know what I mean? Same. I'm it's like, like weird. I'm like, why? Same. Okay. I'm like in class, and I see like you're in Aubrey Winter's arms. I'm like, no, no, fuck, they're little bird arms. But <laughs> I don't. You, but you know what I'm saying? I like, know. it's like, what is the different? I I guess it's also diet too. But we pretty yeah. clean. So. I think. I think there's so many aspects to mm. bulking. First of all, if you're lifting weights and like not doing cardio at all or and you're lifting heavy split routine with lots of rest periods, yeah. And then eating high caloric, high protein, like that's going to be a bulking phase, right? Okay. right? I don't think what no. you guys are doing is bulking, but I do think a lot of it is nutrition based, but you're saying you eat pretty clean. Yeah. So I would look at maybe caloric intake, although I have a feeling you're fine in that department as but also, well. also, I don't think about that too much. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm eating healthy, yeah. but I might be eating more calories than perhaps I should. But it's all healthy. I just don't really think about it because it would drive yeah, me like, crazy. Yeah, like, what if you're I eating more either. calories than you calories. should and lifting? Would you bulk? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I wish you guys could see mm-hmm. Chris's face. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the... Kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah. and I don't count calories either. No, I know you don't. But it is just science mm-hmm. that that's how it's going to work. Especially if you're at like a very high caloric intake for what your body really needs. So I don't count, but I know I'm not over. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And you probably know because you know your body and you know yeah. when you're like I know super full or have like eaten little- so much more. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So what I say in regards to weight loss is have some sort of a split routine of like cardio and weights, but don't just solely do cardio. Eventually it's going to become steady state. Your body's not challenged anymore. And you're just going to be like skinny fat, if that makes sense. Like you're not toning anything. It's just Does your body hold on to, like if you're doing too much cardio, like I feel like sometimes my body just holds on to things. Like, Mm -hmm. 
maybe it's the adrenals. Excess stuff. fat. Yeah, adrenals. Yeah, just like little, like just a little bit where I'm like, damn, I do so much fucking cardio. Why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I don't get it. your body is so used to what you do. Though, I know. Lindsay. Like so it, true, it knows actually. that you're on a bike. Just like when I go out for a run now, yeah. my body's like, cool girl, but you probably burned half of what you think you burn because your body's so damn efficient. True. It's so efficient. It's interesting. So you recommend like really switching up the all the time. Routine, all the time. Yeah, yeah. All the time. And and like I'm kind of in the same boat as you in the sense that I know I'm always going to be running for a mm-hmm. while. So I know that there comes a time where that's going to be like, okay, your body's efficient at doing that. Yeah. But I try to change up my weight routine every single day. Yeah. So that's the thing where I'm really challenging myself to change it up. Cool. So I'm loving it because it's slow. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it. It's just like, it's nice to just like, yeah. I don't know, just the, taking away. I love like a hit class. I love going to your class yeah. at um, DOP or whatever. But that's Double similar ops. to like soul cycle <laughs> with your heart rate. Yeah. No, right? but it's it's good because it's a balance between weights and like little bursts of cardio. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. But then I love just like going to the gym and just like lifting. Lifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gets nice. It's such a good chain up for, change up for your adrenals because they yeah. are so, yeah, they're so firing true. so hard all the time, all the time, all yeah. the time. And you could be experiencing, and I know we talked about this last time too, but adrenal fatigue is a real thing. That was part of my battle too, is like I was hit, I would run 30 minutes before I hit trained for 45 and I would do this all in one sitting. It was like not good. So now I'm splitting up lifting at night and running in the afternoon. But that was such a good change up that I needed because my body was just like, all right, girl, you already did cardio and now you're going into more cardio. Like there's no change up. We're so efficient now at doing your HIIT training. You're not even picking up a weight. You're just doing burpees and mountain climbers and running and like your body gets used to it after a while. It doesn't make changes. I was seeing like fat pockets behind my mm-hmm. butt and like my butt was sagging over and my hamstrings had cottage cheese and so did my legs and mm-hmm. or cottage cheese cellulite. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said that. I think my mom <laughs> fucking calls it cottage cheese. I, like I knew what? You got, I but like, I knew what you had it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so people call it cottage cheese. Cottage cheese. Swiss cheese, cottage yeah. cheese. Whatever. There was cheese on my legs. <laughs> yeah. um, and I was like, okay, this has got to change. And so that's when I started lifting heavy lower body, which I mean, literally three months into that gone. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is interesting. I can tell on my legs. Like I have like a part of my legs where I get like a dimple. Mm -hmm. And it's like if I'm like lifting or if I'm on it, I don't have it. If I don't, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I tell people to lift weights, especially lower body. Like it can just lift your whole entire butt. My butt was like flapped over in, I don't know, March or April when I was just doing the same training. And then I started lifting and literally three weeks into lifting lower body, I could notice a difference in my butt Mm -hmm. being lifted. So, Mm -hmm. or just get a butt implant. Yeah, Yeah. totes. Just get a Brazilian Brazilian buddy. Yeah, I wonder if people think it looks natural when they do get it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No. Or I'm sure they know it doesn't look natural. I don't know. Who do you know that has it? Just people in LA, you just see it all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Like in workout classes, you'll see girls like, with like just like it's you know what I mean? too. I'm like, do, do yeah. they know? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever, to each their own. I mean, I wouldn't mind some butt implants, but it just looks. I would get a Brazilian buddy. I just but want, it's like it, it looks recovery. so not natural. 100. No, I know it's crazy. Yeah, maybe a tell. lift, fine, but like it's weird when it's like whoop. Yeah, yeah I feel like crazy. you can tell on the ones that do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Kardashian. Yeah, like Tush, Chloe. 
I think she has the implants, though. That's what I mean. Yeah. I think hers is implants, and then Kim has the fat transplant. Most of them get the fat transplant. Maybe, but I think Chloe got the actual implants. Yeah, you can rest like a plate on the tush. Literally. Oh, my gosh. I know. Those, It's intense. Welcome to LA. Yeah. Can you talk to us about what you talked about at the Love Your Body event? Being in the industry, and I know it's kind of changed in the last Mm -hmm. year since we spoke to you because… I think your relationship with your body also has changed just through mm-hmm. your your journey with your mm-hmm. hormones and everything. Like, what has that been like? Kind of transitioning out of like the modeling world. Yeah. Even though you still could do it. You still yeah. do it. Yeah. But it's not as much of a focus. And mm-hmm. also being a woman in this fitness industry, like yeah. that too, you know? Yeah. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing about going through all the stuff I went through is that I realized my body like still still was okay the way it was. I think we set such crazy expectations. Um, and before when I was at like 7% body fat, it was as if I was getting positive reinforcement from the clients that I saw for auditions. And, you know, all my consistent booking clients that were just like, wow, you look so great. And you feed off of it because you're like, okay, well, if they're going to book me at this, then I need to stay at this weight. And um, I was working consistently for probably three years. Like I was really working a lot of jobs um, and it was repeat clients all the time. And so it it's just hard to get out of that mind frame of being like, okay, I'm fine if I, you know, gain some weight. Um, and so I think I've changed because I had to go through the change. I don't know if I would have, if I stayed the same, I might've just mm-hmm. continued the same cycle of no period and a lot of excess working out and low calorie, a low caloric diet, honestly. But because I had to go through that to get my period back, I just appreciate my body so much more for what it is now because I feel good on the inside and I don't think I maybe ever felt good on the inside before. Like, I think there may have been uh, little bouts where not, I don't want to say disordered, but I would say maybe disordered thinking, like a bit of body dysmorphia where you see yourself in the mirror and you're like, you look huge. I mean, I thought that at 7% body fat. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's disordered. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think and, we all have a little bit of that. Like, yeah. And I think it, I, I think it's hard in this industry. I think it's hard in LA and I'm okay talking about it because I don't think I I currently have that. I think maybe it comes back every once in a while, but then I'm just kind of like snap myself out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think we can all feel that way as females, just in general, as females, we're hard on ourselves. There's expectations. There's a constant stream of media all the time where it's just like you're comparing yourself to A, B, and C. And I think when you start to appreciate what your body can fucking do, that's when you come to the realization that you are enough. Like no matter what anybody else says, no matter what brand is like, she's too big for us now or like she's too old for us now. It's like, I can't cater to that for the rest of my life, nor do I fucking want to. I don't want to. Like you're not paying me enough for that. And even if you were, I'd probably refuse the money because it doesn't feel good to me. Like it doesn't feel good to constantly be picked apart. It's like you go to these castings and they ask you your name and they take a front picture and a side picture and that's what you're judged off of. Like, no, thank you. 
So it's been a journey, but it's been hard. And I've just kind of tried to take a step back from the modeling things because in my opinion, the people and the clients that want to work with me are going to be the ones that want to work with me for the way that I am, not for what my body necessarily looks like. You know, like they they appreciate my work ethic. They appreciate my training expertise. They appreciate me, not like the side muffin top that I have going on currently or whatever, you know, like even if it was like a little bit hanging over a pair of Nike shorts, that could have been it sometimes. Like, nope, yeah. you're not our girl. Yeah, it's fucked up. So <laughs> it is, it's totally fucked up, but I think it's getting better. I really do. I have faith in this industry that um, it's becoming just more normal to hire athletic females. Like no matter if they do have 14 to 15% body fat, which is an athletic body fat, that's any Olympian that's training, you know, is anywhere from like 14 to 20. Mm -hmm. And I think that's healthy. And I think that's Don't tell me how I can figure out my percent body fat. (laughs) No, do you know what I mean? And I don't check mine. Another number I don't want to know. I literally don't check mine. I'm just guessing. I checked mine back when I was working. Mm. I haven't checked mine since because I really just don't. I, was, I used to get my test when I was in New York when I was training to be a soul cycle instructor. Oh, really? You get a test at this place called Space Fitness. Oh. Huh. But the guy helping you was named like Jerome. Mars. Mars or Literally. Um, Jerome. <laughs> yeah, sometimes some num- numbers fuck me up. Yeah. It gets in my head. I don't, I don't weigh myself. Me all. neither. Ever, ever, ever. Can't see. I used to. I used mm-hmm. to, but not anymore. I used to. Yeah. When you were like a little more obsessive and you were at the 7% body fat, what was like, because I think for some people, they might hear working out twice a day mm-hmm. to be obsessive. So what was that workout like comparatively to now? Like, um, what, like what was your mentality? How was your mentality shifted where now yeah, you feel more yeah, balanced? Yeah. So I think back then it was, I went to the gym to log two hours. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter how I felt. Didn't matter if I wanted to. I just fucking did it. Mm-hmm. I went there. I got on a treadmill. I got on an elliptical. I did a hit routine. And when the two-hour mark was up, I could go. But if it wasn't, like, I needed to stay there and log that time. If I ate a meal that was big, you better believe I was putting an extra time the next day. I don't even think about that anymore. Like, I do what feels mm-hmm. good for me. If my body's saying, take a rest day, take a rest day. Um, if I want to eat a big meal, great. Like I'm probably going to feel like shit the next day, but I don't really care. I don't have to justify a workout. Do mm-hmm. I move my body? Probably. But do I go obsessive crazy? Like I must burn this many calories because I just in took? No, I don't even think about that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even equate the two things. But I also had more bingy habits back then where mm-hmm. it was like, I would eat a shit ton of food in one sitting. Like I don't do that anymore because I know it doesn't feel good. Whereas I would maybe do that then because I restricted myself so much. Now I just like, if I want to eat fucking chocolate at noon on a Tuesday, I'm going to do it. Back then it was like, you wait until Saturday or Friday. Like you will wait until Friday Mm -hmm. or Saturday night. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just like, it was just bad habits. And now it just feels so good to live in a, in a place of balance all the time mm-hmm. where you're not really stressing about it. Like I could go to Thanksgiving dinner and probably not eat any of that shit and be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just all this hype we put around weekends and holidays. And 
the more hype you put in your brain, the more you're going to probably live up to that hype and just do what everyone does, like eat a shit ton of food Mm -hmm. or get super drunk or whatever. So I've just tried to take off the labels on a lot of social situations and just do what makes me feel good. You know? I love that. And if I want to binge on a Wednesday that's not Thanksgiving or not a holiday, like, cool. Like, do your thing. Sit on Mm -hmm. the couch. Eat some food. You might feel like shit later, but whatever. This is what it is. What are your thoughts? Wait, you said rest days. Like, what's your rest day schedule? You just take them whenever you want? I honestly just take them based on how my body feels. Okay. Um, That was another thing is I used to always maybe, maybe take a rest day on Sundays. I don't even pay attention to the day anymore. I just pay attention to my body. Yeah. How does my body feel? Do I need a rest? And it will never consist of nothing. I don't think it's in my blood or my nature to do nothing unless I'm injured, but it will likely consist of yoga or just a walk and a stretch. Like sometimes that's all that feels Mm, good to me. But I'm not, I'm just not the type to take a rest day and do nothing. Mm -hmm. It's not my style. Yeah. I feel that. So intuitive. Yeah. Very yeah, intuitive. Like listening to your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've tried to get better at that instead of forcing because then I don't know. Then my body's like mad. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's like mad and then it shows up in other ways. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not just like sore or whatever mm-hmm. or tired. It's like it shows up in other ways. I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I've just got to listen. I find myself when I'm like forcing myself to do stuff, I like rebel in other ways. Mm, it's like very weird. Like it's like, like Monday, I, so all weekend I worked all weekend. I literally did not chill at all. So Monday I'm like, okay, we're going to get up. What did I have planned in the morning for workout? I don't know. I was like, you're going to run and then you're going to go to this workout and then at lunch, you're going to do this. And then the evening, you're going to work out again. And I was like, woke up and I just was like, knew the schedule that I have. And I was like, I wanted to chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like felt my, I had the schedule. So I wanted to like rebel against the schedule. So I was like doing stuff to like delay my workout in the morning. So I was like, I don't know, just taking my time. Like, and then I ate breakfast. And when I normally don't eat breakfast, like I just felt myself like doing shit to like avoid the workout because my mm-hmm. body didn't want to work out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And you got to listen to that sometimes, I think. My thighs were fucking hurting me. Like, it was, like, not good. I was like, my thighs actually are in pain right now. I don't feel like I can, like, Mm. move them. They were so painful. So I took tons of magnesium, which really helps. Yeah, that does help. It helps so much. And then actually I took Advil. Yeah. Because they were, like, so bad. Yeah, I mean, you got to listen to your body. Yeah, It's like, I, I think in our early 20s, too, we were, in a sense, invincible. Our bodies were... They were I just like working doing out the shit. Way you I were was, just though. going, going, going. I was like elliptical girl. You were working out probably harder. Yeah. Well, no, in my early 20s, I was mm-hmm. more like elliptical girl, especially in college mm-hmm. or like just like abs. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. It was like mm-hmm. pop in that 10 minute ab DVD and like oh God, yeah. get shredded for the next frat party. Fuck right. Yeah. Like, like I'm wearing a toga this Friday. I mean, like, can literally. you see my abs? Yes. <laughs> no, couldn't. <laughs> What are you looking forward to in the new year? Yeah, what's like a goal you have? So much now in the works because I've had time to creatively rest. So now Mm. I feel like the wheels are turning Mm. again. I got done launching the 2.0 guide in July. And from that point on, I've just really allowed myself to have a creative rest, except for the boot camps and Mm. the events and stuff like that. Um, But we're just trying to figure out what route we want to take it. I'm really trying to listen to my customers, Mm -hmm. see what they want. 
I don't know if it's going to be like subscription-based something or an app or a new program or more boot camps. Like, I don't know, but the wheels are turning. But let's just say I've been really enjoying the off time, Yeah, you know, time to recharge. And I've been enjoying just letting my programs do their thing how they are right now and just like kind of let it ride and take a chill pill and... Mm -hmm revamp in the new year and kind of see what you want. So I'm just excited for where things are headed because I think we're out of the mud of, oh my God, I just launched an online business. This is going to be a bitch. I think we have a groove going and I don't think it's impossible anymore. Whereas when you first come up with an idea or you say like, hey, I'm going to launch an ebook, I don't know how, it's a lot at once. And you get kind of clouded there for a while of being like, I can't do this, I can't do this. But once you do it, once you do that thing, you're like, okay, I got this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know exactly. I feel the same for us. Yeah. Totally. Sure. I feel like we like laid a nice foundation, and next year is just gonna mm-hmm. be. Yeah, we learned the a lot. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Guys. You got, you guys are gonna the freaking sky's kill the limit it for almost thirty. Yeah, we learned a lot. A lot of mistakes, though. I mean, it was like mm-hmm. you have to. Yeah, have to. It's great. It's so stressful at times, but mm-hmm. I feel like really good about. But it's weird because like I can't. Like it, the stressful times don't come right to my mind. I don't know exactly what they were. I know they happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you for, you do forget. You kind of forget, yeah. especially with all the good that comes with it. You I you forget do forget every, everything those. good and stressful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like Krista, what's my name? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who am I to you? Literally, is this on? Nope. Good. <laughs> oh, I was she just thinking this red, the camera was this on. This red is not my... I honestly thought the I'm camera was on the whole time. Yeah. Um, okay, so how can people find you, your guides, everything? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Danielle Pacenti. And all my stuff is there. Yeah. You can click we'll the link in the bio. Danielle Pacenti. The show you can go to the website. <laughs> we, we know we wrap up on Krista. <laughs> you can send me DMs. Did Krista's you? about to seriously oh fall off this no, chair I'm right not. now. I've been yawning Do a lot lately. Do I need lately. to DM you right now? <laughs> I was in Aubrey's class the other day and I yawned and she's like, thanks for yawning, Krista. I was like, fuck. And she's like, I need more oxygen, oxygen. to my brain. Yeah, 100%. Fuck you guys. (laughs) Listen, bitch. Listen up, bitches. And we're going to do an event. Time for grandma to go night night. Literally. (laughs) What time do you go to bed? 10, 10 30. Midnight. Damn. Yeah. Oh, okay. I used to go to bed at 8 30 before the business launched. I'm not kidding. What? 8 30. That's crazy. Yeah. How many hours of sleep do you get? What time do you get up? Um, Like 6 57. Eight on a really good day. Okay. So I'm getting like, still getting about seven. Seven and a half, eight. Yeah. It's weird that I used to go to bed at 8.30 and wake up at eight every night. And I felt I required that amount of sleep. Mm. It wasn't until I launched a business and I was a crabby bitch for the first four months. I was like, I'm bitter about this bedtime. (laughs) But now I'm like, it's cool. I'm staying up. I'm working. Yeah. Yeah. And then wake up in the morning and work some more. Damn. What, what it takes, you, guys. What time do you guys yeah. go to bed? Uh, 10.30 feels good. 10. 10. 9. And then you wake, you, but you wake up early. Mm-hmm. I don't, there's something about looking at a screen at night that I don't like. Mm-hmm. I okay. feel really gross about. 
and I don't, I'm not judging anyone that's doing it, but there's something personally for me that I feel really gross about looking at a screen at night. Really? Isn't that's that weird? interesting. I do some of my best work at night. Yeah, weird. some people do. Like Justin yeah. is like, like, I mean, that's like our biggest fight yeah. is him being yeah. on a screen at night. Right, right. I'm I feel like, like if I had like someone, if I was living with someone, it would be easier for me to, I try to disengage yes. like, an hour before bed, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely like doing stuff up mm-hmm. until like 9.30. And I do, f- it's more like stimulating the brain. I'm like, okay, yep. turn off. Yep. Turn off the brain. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank you for I having love you, me. Dude. Number two. I love you, you Danielle. Danielle's going to do an event with us in the new year. We're locking you in now. I would love that. Can we okay, please? Cool. Oh yeah. Can I, mean, I can I do a workout You're going to be portion? like the star yes. of the event, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, holding you to that. And then that. us, we're going to be on your wing. Yeah. Like, look at us with our like, biceps. Yeah. <laughs> we wore these cheerleading costumes for a reason. <laughs> okay. I, I literally can't wait for this. I'm already like, oh, oh it's yeah. going to be rad. <laughs> no, it's Let's do it at that Malibu house. Yes. Fuck yeah. Okay. Done. Done so. Done You guys heard it here. See you in two Heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. I love, love you guys. Talk to you next time. Love Thank you guys. You. Peace out. Bye. Peace out.